0: And Tom Zimmer said, the man who's going to, in the future, lead our country back to God is Donald J. Trump. If someone were to tell me 10 years ago that Donald J. Trump The multi-millionaire celebrity playboy would be the president of the most powerful country in the history of mankind, I would laugh in your face, as most would, and as most did. From when he first burst onto the political scene to when he began rising as a prominent Republican candidate, everyone everywhere laughed at him, laughed at his chances. What they didn't know was that he wasn't just anybody. He was an experienced, savvy, charismatic businessman with over $4 billion to his name. Numerous celebrities, including Barack Obama, drastically underestimated this man's chances. And perhaps with good reason, you know. He never had political or legislative experience, which begs the question, how much political or legislative experience do you need to be presidential caliber? From Donald Trump's first experiences and rallies, he drew division by calling Mexicans rapists and criminals. Or did he? He mocked a handicapped reporter for his disability right he did or did he to me and many others he did at the time you know this is what this is what we saw this is what I saw or at least this is what we were shown by the news by the media you know surely they have no reason to lie right and I have no reason not to trust them they are the news but nevertheless you know many came to this conclusion that he is a racist and an asshole for these things that he said and of course these these clips these sound bites that's clear evidence right uh i personally kept this opinion mostly because i never took interest into politics enough to do my own research or even watch a full unedited trump speech but why would i you know why would i want to listen to someone who's obviously a racist douchebag i mean who would want to sit through that right And this is where most stop right there we get fed a few edited clips and quotes by a news outlet that any citizen trusts is factual and we never question the validity of these clips or sound bites What's missing though is a context. And this happens to be very crucial in in realizing the truth. This is the classic lie by omission. You're lying by omitting a a, a crucial part of the context of the truth. I am Mexican American. Um, I say Mexican first because my parents are Mexican, both of them are Mexican and then American uh, because I was born here. I can. I also say I'm American. You know what I mean. Uh, I speak Spanish. I go, I have visited my family in Mexico. Um, so what he said about Mexicans uh, first hit hit a chord with me. Obviously, I was on the side of fuck Trump at the beginning. Um, as all were, you know, he's a racist piece of shit. Why would he say that about all Mexicans? Of course. I mean, if he says something about all Mexicans, then. And that's that's obviously racist so I, I had that conclusion for a long time until I kind of came to this realization about the context in which he said it and that he wasn't talking about all Mexicans nor was he talking about legal immigrants this is what he said about Mexico and I quote the US has become a dumping ground for everybody else's problems and these aren't the best and the finest when Mexico sends its people they're not sending their best they're not sending you they're not sending you they're sending people that have lots of problems And they're bringing those problems with us they're bringing drugs they're bringing crime they're rapists and some I assume are good people but I speak to border guards and they tell us what we're getting they're sending us not the right people it's coming from more than Mexico it's coming from all over South and Latin America End quote so now he refers to Mexico sending its people as a Mexican government right Mexico sends its people um, if these immigrants were legal they would not be sent they would be coming over by their own will so the people he speaks of are clearly illegal immigrants um and again we you know if you're a first generation immigrant you've had experiences where perhaps people in your family or you know people who have come here illegally built a life here um and then were granted citizenship uh, with with due time and obviously you have to feel for for people who come here just to work come here to grow a family for better opportunity obviously this country has to be the best country in the history of man if people are coming here in swarms to live here for for better economic opportunity so make no mistake however um this is obviously the first thing that turns hispanic people off about him right um if he said this um about mexicans and especially if you take it out of context but he said numerous times that he welcomes immigrants if they come here legally um especially i mean if people watch telemundo or nivision where it's just a battering of Trump's image now in 2020 we're starting to see a little bit of, of a shift change especially since you know classic immigrants at least, at least first generation immigrants who've come here they, they, they kind of have a very conservative stance they're very they're very religious very Catholic God fearing humble people um, and you know anything that has to do with pro-life and and um, the supporting of, of their Catholic Church they're they're on board and if even if that has to do with voting for Trump they'll do it um, because their their religion is, is 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 much more important and the protection of it. So, again, you know I'm not justifying the specific words uh, that Trump chose to address the country's border concerns, but we must know the underlying intention that he has. If he truly believes that most Mexican people are criminals, then that would obviously be racist. Um, however, he clearly means specifically people by the who the Mexican government do not want in their community, and instead chose to quote unquote throw over the border right send them Uh, while there's no physical proof of this other than the border patrol sentiment this has been seen countless times in history where governments send people as refugees to other countries a prime example of this would be the waves of Cuban citizens exiled from the newly in power communist regime of Fidel Castro in 1959 any supporters of the previous government or wealthy people whose property had been confiscated by the government were exiled to Miami Florida This from a pbs.org article that's true this is all true as for the mocking of a handicapped reporter the gesture that Trump made has been his go-to mocking gesture for other non handicaps opponents before I've seen this I watched the video of course at first uh, at first sight it seems fucked up I mean you have to you have to admit um, I didn't like it personally and if it had been the only person who had who he had done this gesture to or he had made this gesture about and mocked him for, then obviously that's enough reason to conclude that he's making fun or mocking his mental disability, right? But you know, as soon as I kind of looked into looked into this, so there's a full-length video where it shows that he has used this, you know, sort of shaking arms and head motion uh, as a sort of like rattled um, reaction, right? Like all oh, this guy's rattled this guy's rattled oh he's rattled oh, I don't know what I said he's rattled he's used this for for countless opponents even even Republican candidates you know what I mean it's and any opponent who gets rattled by a question or does not know what the fuck he's talking about he essentially uses this motion so it wasn't exclusive to this um, you know handicapped reporter which the media clearly made it seem and that that is again a lie by omission I knew that the media was lying by omission as soon as I saw the video um, as far as white supremacy, I'm not condemning it. You know, he didn't, and this is a part of the the, the Confederate marches in Charlottesville, right, where there was some white supremacists present. Um, obviously, if you look at the video, if you look at the context, there were some people who who were not all white supremacists, but I believe the majority of the people um, were Confederate uh, supporters not necessarily, you know, racist white supremacists, um, but, you know, confederacy is a whole topic on its own and not every person who who backs the confederacy happens to be a modern-day racist or white supremacist. Like they're, they're not just going out lynching fucking black people, you know what I mean? Uh, but he did not fully condemn this in his first speech. He did not condemn them, which personally I thought it was a mistake. You know, he should have. Conservatives like Ben Shapiro rightly criticized him for it. But he did return and fully condemn white supremacy and neo-Nazis, etc. in his next speech. And he did this very clearly. um, And he was not afraid to, quote-unquote, you know, uh, alienate his base. And this is something that that I personally admire. You know, we must fully condemn the faults of people uh, who who commit these atrocities, regardless of their political stance. Who gives a fuck if you're, you know, white, Republican, black, liberal, Christian, anything. You have to call out the corrupt. You have to call out the bad. Or else you're corrupting the future of this nation. You're corrupting the the future, the, the nation, your children. You're corrupting all of it if you refuse to condemn the people in, 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 in whichever group that you belong. You know what I mean? Call out the bad. Now, as a person, I, I mean, I don't I don't know the dude, okay? I don't know Obama. I don't know Sanders. I don't know any of them, personally. If you were to ask me before 2016 who I'd like the most, I would say Obama. And then Sanders. And, I mean, God forbid, Trump, right? Oh, who the fuck? But Obama has a has a poise of you know professionalism about him. He plays it safe when needed and tells the people what they want to hear. He's very articulate, you know, and he's almost like a kind, trusty grandpa. You know, it's like you trust him, of course. You know, oh, and and he happens to be black. You know, so that's that's good. That's progressive. Bernie, I thought, I mean, he seems like a nice dude. He wants to help people. Good intentions, etc. Right, he wants to help the poor, etc. But then I quickly realize what help means, you know, helping the needy with other people's money, that's not nice, that's not kind. Since when is that nice? Trump says it like it is, you know, a bit like me, he's brash, he's straightforward, he's not a good politician, I think, meaning that he does not have a filter. Politicians have always been characterized by by being, you know, wolves in sheep's clothing. They 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 they, they tell people what they want to hear, they make promises and then once they're in office, once they have power, Who gives a fuck right they're already in power but this man you know he says it like it is he doesn't have a filter if you ask me people don't want our politicians to have filters since when is it a requirement to have a fucking filter as a politician since when is it a requirement to be nice and sugarcoat things I mean obviously on the if I mean if you're a naive 16 year old then okay you know I mean I get why you'd dislike Trump because of the way he says things but I mean if you're if you're an adult if you're a grown-ass man or, or, or female you know you know that this is the correct way moving forward full uncensored brash personality drain the swamp kind of shit this dude clearly did not need to get into politics he already had everything one common pattern for politicians is that they get into government poor or middle income person and then they come out rich through lobbying right through fucking campaigns um whatever the fuck they do i mean they're they're corrupt that's that's a common pattern uh Trump was already rich. What's the point in doing this? It's clearly not the money. He was already powerful. Now relate this to the shopping cart theory that that I brought up on on social media if you guys follow me. Shopping cart theory states that, you know, nobody needs to take back a shopping cart. There there, are, there is no repercussion. There is no consequence for not taking back a shopping cart. But it's the right thing to do, right? Morally. You know, so this filters out those with you know who are good or bad for society who will do things without people asking of them um, who will do things with no end result in mind it's just good intentions so Trump said it very clearly from the beginning he wanted to drain the swamp he wanted corrupt politicians out of government and who better to know the power of government than a billionaire businessman who I'm sure has lobbied for government favors before but again if the favors are there for the taking then don't blame the corporations for trying to stay ahead of their competition blame the government for having the power to carry out those favors that's the root problem now it's 2020 and this country has taken an absolute shit it's become very clear that one political party will risk destroying the whole economy in order to get Donald Trump out of office this is clear turn on CNN or or MSNBC any one of these motherfuckers at any time of the day will have something related to Trump make no mistake some sort of hate or negativity directed at him Everything is his fault. Trump did this. Trump almost slipped. He's incompetent. Trump gave a racist speech. Impeach him. Trump's campaign has a Nazi symbol. Oh wait, Nancy Pelosi uses the same Nazi Nazi symbol. Oh wait, the eagle was actually a symbol in the U.S. before the Nazi regime. You fucking buffoons, man. I mean, it's it's it, like they say, you know, losers losers focus on winners, and winners focus on winning. So that's why I, that's why I I, I kind of backed off from from the whole like the whole fucking movement, the whole you know democrat like hate trump and, and 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 I was on that same board but as soon as they started hating this man for no reason or for little petty shit I'm just like what the what the fuck like I'm like uh, and I wasn't even like a grown ass man I was like 20 years old but like I I felt like a grown ass man I'm like why am I hating on this other man you know he's just cuz he's successful just cuz he's a millionaire he's rich just cuz he's at a at, at a position of power why would I uh, you know have that energy that fucking negativity always carrying around that shit everywhere Tramp 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 now this is what I kind of recent uh, really wanted to get across I recently came across this video about a man who prophesied in the 1980s that Trump was going to quote lead America back to God the man's name was Tom Zimmer a World War II vet who moved to Loretto Italy to live a life of prayer and sacrifice in 1983 he told dr. Claude Coran this check it out dr. Curran said that in the 1980s, he was talking to Tom Zimmer. And Tom Zimmer said to him, Claude, there's a man right now who I believe in the future is going to lead America back to God. And Tom Zimmer said, the man who's going to, in the future, lead our country back to God is Donald J. Trump. And Dr. Curran said, you mean the New York Playboy? Like this is the guy? And Tom Zimmer said, believe me, I have a premonition that, that this is the man who's going to do it in the future. At that time, John Paul II opened the holy doors of the Vatican. And there it is. That's the prophecy. The guy who's actually being interviewed and talking right now is uh, Father Giacomo Capoverde. He's a mutual friend, uh, Dr. Claude Coran. Um, the interviewer actually goes on to, to get some words from Dr. Claude uh, Curran himself, or Curran himself, um, and Dr. Claude Curran, I mean, just says says the same thing, I guess, a little slower, but um, yeah, he said that you know Trump is pro-life, he's pro-Christian values, um, you know, making America great again, and obviously when he speaks of making America great again, he does not mean make America racist again. Make no mistake, America, like like uh, like Dr. Claude Curran says, was great when. It, you know prioritize Christian values like he says uh, any country that prioritizes God Christian values becomes great they have to have an anchor um, some sort of strong foundation for something um, in my words also America was economically free that's when it was great when the government the big government didn't have its dirty filthy corrupt hands strangling uh, the free markets neck that's when America was great we did not mean America racist again that's idiotic Trump protects Christian values the importance of the Bible he gets criticized for it Trump praises our founding fathers for instilling a document in the Constitution so concrete so powerful and long-standing leading to the rise of the most powerful richest most diverse most free nation in the history of men and he gets called a white supremacist because the founding fathers own slaves you know how stupid that sounds that I mean To judge somebody, you know, 200 years ago, for standards, moral standards that were okay at the time, uh, by today's standards, is the most backwards thing. I mean, in that, I mean, have you ever been a hoe? Have you ever cheated? Granted, not everybody has cheated, but have you ever done one? Have you ever lied? Right? Have you ever stole a nickel from your grandmother's purse? I mean, it's like. And if any great man goes on to accomplish great things if any you know God fearing man goes on to accomplish great things for his nation for multiple people then people 200 years later say oh all that is invalidated because he owned a slave which was quite normal at the time there were slave abolitionists who owned slaves you know what I made I made an argument recently that a hundred years from now or maybe even 50 years from now we will look back on abortion as the single largest instance of legal genocide in human history we will look through the history album and see images of potential mothers of children scream and yell for the right to murder a baby scientific advancements keep progressing and each milestone gives us new insight into the beginning of life we start seeing heartbeats and characteristics dna strands etc movement of the fetus at much earlier stages than we thought i theorize that science will inevitably conclude that life begins at conception this is inevitable with with technological advancements and when they do we will look back at the women's rights movement the same way we did other historical genocides but except the the victims in this one never stood a chance they never had a word never had a chance at life even so that's how i feel about that but you know whatever you say about trump he's pro-life and as a catholic that is something i cannot ignore i've been one of the harsher you know supporters/critics of him but he stands for america first he stands for the values that built this country he stands for god and knows that any other country who turns their back on god is a country destined for a disaster he stands for legal immigration for racial and religious equality for economic freedom and for prosperity and protection for all of its citizens even if a man has 1,000 flaws and is hated by people who want to see him fail. If he is willing to risk everything for the right cause, for the future of a nation, for God, he is someone worth protecting. So before you close your mind and arrive to conclusions about anyone you don't know, do your research. It is likely that the media and people you actually trust have poisoned your perception of them. God bless you all. God bless America. And God bless and protect this man in office. He is the last straw for the land of the free and the home of the brave. Peace.